I'm Dylan Berkman. I'm a beautiful creepster. You're listening to A Paranormal Chicks. Oh, I'm a, yeah, I'm a keep it real. And I'm Carrie. And we are a Paranormal Chicks. Sinister Sightings 32. And y'all just heard from Dylan and her sweet little baby that is a little baby creepster. I was going to say a little creep creep. Oh, so cute. I love it. I love it. I love it. That was so freaking cute. Yes. Dylan is part of the Creepinati and she is a beautiful creepster. So she got to introduce an episode. So if you want to head on to patreon.com slash the APC podcast. Check out the tiers, see which one works. Peruse, and then choose. (laughs) (laughs) That was cute. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, first one. I recently started listening to y'all. Love you both. Thanks for keeping me company on my lunch breaks. I work at a retirement home, so it can be a pretty stressful environment, so the laughs help. When I was a young girl, I had a bunch of frightening experiences with the paranormal. One when my foster dad's mom passed away, and one when my foster mom's brother passed away. I'll call grandma and uncle. We lived in a larger home where I had my own bathroom, and there was only two ways into the bathroom, from my bedroom and from the hallway. My story begins when my grandma passed away. We went to the funeral, and that night I saw a woman figure walk from the hallway to the bathroom. It was dark, but I could see the figure in the pitch dark and her flowing gown trailing behind her, kind of like one of those sheer gowns older women wear for bedtime. My grandma always wore those. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought it was just my foster mom going to the bathroom, which I thought was strange because we had a bathroom to the right also, and everyone tended to use that one instead of mine. The figure never walked out of the bathroom, and what makes matters worse, the toilet never flushed. Did they wash their hands? (laughs) Right. The next morning, I asked my mom if it was her, and she said she'd never used the bathroom that night. I am 200% sure it was Grandma. Same exact scenario happened when my uncle passed away. After that, we always had the lights mysteriously turn on inside that bathroom. I wonder what their connection with that bathroom is. Mm. I have a few more stories for you ladies, which I will submit soon. Some that have happened at my workplace, and y'all know there are many deaths there yearly. Take care, Christina. Dang. Okay. Dang. I mean. I mean, she's not wrong. Man, I bet there are all kinds of spirits mm -hmm. up in that assisted living. Yeah. And oh my God, about the toilet and everything. Well, the bathroom. Though, I will say, sometimes when I get up and pee in the middle of the night, I don't always flush the commode. You guys to save water, but Mm -hmm. they didn't walk out, though. Right. Nor did they wash their hands. True. So. Ghost. Definitely ghost. Fucking ghost. I wonder, truly, though, I wonder what the connection is with the bathroom. Mm. It might be with Christina, but they don't want to scare her, like, coming into her room. Maybe. All right. This one's called Sinister Sightings Living Room Edition. Oh, fuck. Hey y'all, I'm from Washington State, and my sinister sighting is actually both about a murder and a paranormal experience in my house, but it's mostly a paranormal story. I am here for this. Insert clap emojis. 
Man, you are all about the clap. I Oh, this bitch. Hey, yo. <laughs> I'm a person who has always been sensitive to the presence of spirits and such. Definitely seen a lot of things that other people haven't. I used to have reoccurring dreams about a girl in a white lace dress drowning. And I used to have premonition type dreams as a kid that were very literal. I would dream something would happen often the night before they would. I once dreamt about my mother and stepfather getting into a car accident the night before it actually happened. That's scary to know. Like, how do you know if it's like a premonition dream or just a dream? I don't know. I don't want that power. I can't handle it. To preface the actual story, I lived with my girlfriend and her family, and I have for the past year. I didn't know about the story itself until a few months ago. My girlfriend's family has lived in the house since 1994. The house was originally built in 1967. And before that, our neighbor lived in this house or the one right next to it, but not the one he's in now. I'm a little fuzzy on the details when he was younger. There have been quite a few remodels and additions to our house. Not super big ones, just normal sized house. Just adding two little bedrooms and a little room in the garage where my girlfriend and I sleep. And a little bit to the entryway and a little bit into the entryway in the time that my girlfriend's family has lived there. Since I started staying here, I've always felt a really bad energy at night in the living room. The kind that makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up for no reason and feel like you need to watch your back. I've slept in the living room a few times and every time I have, there's been a chilling feeling deep in my bones plus the feeling of being watched. I've talked about it before with my girlfriend and we both share the same feeling about it. Plus, feeling like you have to face the inside of the couch when you open your eyes or there will be a woman's face right in front of yours. No, no. I don't like that. Uh-uh. This isn't just based off of the chilly feeling and mental imagery. Every night around the same time, our Wi-Fi connection gets really bad, no matter how close you are to it. Router plus modem are both in the living room. We even change internet providers and it still happens and happens around the same time. Plus, our cats start acting really crazy. One of our cats is generally very low activity, low energy, loves to eat, sleep, and bathe, and that's about it. Uh, did you just describe me? Right. But some nights, when the creepy feeling is really bad, she gets very high energy and runs around looking at things where nothing is there and beating her tail back and forth. Just the other day, she went from dead asleep on the couch cushion to jumping over the couch and staring at the same spot for several minutes, just beating her tail. There's also been a few times where I've been sitting on the couch on warm days and my body has gone completely ice cold, like teeth chattering cold. And my cat, her name is Piper, will sprint over to me and sit directly in front of me, staring off tail going a mile a minute. About a week ago, this happened again, except she started looking all around me and acting really wild before she finally sat down in front of me like she usually does. The cold feeling faded a little bit, but then got worse, and she started getting upset again before all of a sudden the cold feeling disappeared completely, and I was back to normal warmth instantly, and she walked back over to her spot on top of the furnace that she loves. Uh-uh. That cat fucking knew that shit was happening. Mm-hmm. But can I get a cold spot going on? I mean, that's the only plus of having a ghost. Right? 
Another thing she does a lot is look inside only one vent. She couldn't care less about any other vent in the house, but she looks in that one multiple times a day, and it's in the spot where the horrible feeling is the absolute worst in the house. Whenever my girlfriend's dad is here, the angry and volatile energy gets so much worse. It almost feels like everything is vibrating at a higher frequency, and then the Wi-Fi problems get worse. The anger feeling starts infecting all of us, and it feels like it could push us to the brink. He hasn't been around as often. Mom and him are getting a divorce, and the angry feeling has simmered way down. It stopped pushing us almost over the edge, but unfortunately, other weird things have started happening. Doors are found open when they were definitely closed. Our garage door has been opened a few times for no reason, even after getting a new door opener. The door from the house to the garage has been found open when it definitely had been shut before. Various things like that. What I found out a couple of months ago was that where our living room is now used to be part of the yard. And the neighbor that lived in this area when he was younger said that a woman was killed there. I tried to look things up about it, but Washington state law doesn't require sellers to disclose deaths on the property, only material defects of which death doesn't qualify as. What? There is a website you can search to find out, but each search isn't free and some things you just don't want to pay to know the answers of. According to him, though, this woman was shot. I believe it was a domestic violence situation, if I remember correctly. So that could explain why everything is so much worse when my girlfriend's dad is here and why it pushes all of us to anger bordering on physical aggression. We're not aggressive people like that at all. There really isn't an ending to the story because it's still going on. But that's all I currently have. Wow. Dang. That's crazy. I know. Scary, too. Yeah. And I wonder if... Your girlfriend's dad looks like the person who killed her. Or if it's just that older male energy. Yeah, it could be. You are a, you're a problem solver. (laughs) She can solve any fucking problem other than what do you want to eat? Uh-huh. And my own problems. True. I got 99 problems and I can't solve one. (laughs) I need to make you a t-shirt like that. (laughs) All right. Hey, Spooky Chicks, my name is Ray, and this is the time I please to ghost with my 10-second talent. Is this on fucking Snapchat? Because I will watch all of those shits. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever watched that. Girl, watch it. Also, I watch Life Hacks. Oh, me too. Uh-huh. And some of them, I'm like, you're 11, and you don't understand that that's really how that fucking works. Like, yeah, some of them are ridiculous. Yes. I mean, I need anger management. I get mad at the shit, and then I have to keep watching it. Well... Sometimes I watch, why is this so satisfying? Yes. Well, that's your ASMR coming out. Uh Uh-huh. And sometimes it's not satisfying. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, that's not satisfying. Don't you wish you could do like, no. Yes. Can we rate these and so you know what to put and what not to put? I need everybody's ASMR to be the same as mine. Right. So in my town, we have a state famous theater. And if you live in town, it's basically part of you. It's a beautiful building with a crazy history. Catacombs, gangsters, music, and ghosts. Damn, that's like a fucking trifecta. Mm-hmm. Quadrifecta. Because it was four things you said, yeah, right? Yeah. I was like <laughs> trying to, I was like, no, I don't think it's trifecta. <laughs> this theater is filled with ghosts. And being the weirdo I am, I have always loved this stuff. And I would love going over there to hunt. But when I had my first experience, I wasn't looking for it. 
I'm a theater person. And when I was six, my mom was planning a party in the ballroom of the theater, and I decided to go on stage and just sing around. As I was singing, I turned to a prop mirror on the wall and saw an old man clapping for me while wearing very Victorian clothing. I waved and walked out. It wasn't until suddenly at 14, my friend told me how she saw him too, and so in my younger siblings who all had no idea about my experience. Damn. Needless to say, I'm always looking for a friendly ghost, but I was definitely lucky he was so kind and respectful. Love you, girls. I would have freaked out if I would have saw someone. I mean, I get it that she thought it was a person, but still, even if it was a person, I would have been like, what the fuck? Yeah, why, what you just doing in here? Clap, but, I mean, thanks for clapping for me, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be like, he loves me. He really loves me. That's crazy, too, that other people saw it. Yes. Girl, if you have more stories about the theater, mm-hmm. or if it's got enough that I can do it as an episode, like, let me know the theater name and stuff and, you know, get with me. Uh-huh. I like that. Add it to the list. This one goes, okay, some freaky stuff from my apartment in Oregon. So, my bestie at the time is a witch. We did a lot of meditating, cleansing our chakras, crystal work, saging, and practicing to astral project. I never did get that down. Anyway, this was seven or eight years ago. So the first experience I had was thinking I needed to get up, open the curtains, take a shower, just get going for the day. Got off the couch and brushed my teeth, came back out, and my curtains were open, and the couch straightened up. Now, that's the kind of ghost I am down with. Yes. Yes. Please. I lived alone minus my two cats. When I would sit on my couch, I would see people walk from my room to my bathroom all the time. What is it with these fucking bathrooms? Bloody Mary. Oh. Candyman, too. That bitch. Oh, fuck. Don't say his name. Well, who, the Candyman? Oh, shut up. Mufasa. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly dressed in old-style clothes, I met one ghost who was a cowboy, like old-style chaps, hats, boots, and all. Were they assless chaps? Donna, I swear (laughs) to God I was just about to say that, but I wanted to go with the next sentence that she said and say that they were super nice. (laughs) We don't care about them being nice. We care about the assage and the... Chappage. (laughs) Baby powder. (laughs) I mean, chub rub's a a real issue, guys. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, if it was hot, sweaty, mm-hmm. balls. Okay. Many times I would wake up to my cupboards opening up and closing. I thought my cats were doing it, so I sat up to yell at them, and they both were on my bed staring down the hall. My one cat would run down the hall, stop halfway, lay on her back right by the bathroom, getting belly rubs. Oh, I had a friend over, and he said, Oh, a friend, eh? Uh-huh, quote-unquote. And he said, nice cat toy, Kelly. It was a yellow, smiley-faced ball. I had never seen it before. I was like, uh, you didn't bring it? He didn't, but it just appeared for the cats, I guess. What the smiley-faced killer's going on here? Mm-hmm. I had been living there for a year, so if it had been in the apartment before then, I would have noticed. I woke up once to see something. I honestly don't know what it was. It had like a lizard body with a long tail, a bat-like head, but huge eyes and pointy ears, and its feet were more like frog legs scurrying up my closet door. Oh, no, no. Fuck that. She didn't say that. I'm saying fuck 
that. What in the Jumanji's going on here? That is not something. Uh uh-uh. uh. That is like. None of no, those. You know what that appealing. reminds me of? You know what that reminds me of? What? Fucking Sid from Toy Story. Put all his goddamn oh, toys shit. together. Yes. Mm mm. Mm mm. Those mm-hmm. toys freak me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, baby doll with the spider uh, robot legs. I know yeah. that you just want to be loved, but get the fuck away from mm-hmm. me. I, I heard about Dear David. Fuck you. She said, it looked at me, then dipped into the closet. I had a very vivid dream when I lived there that I can remember to this day. They both involved my, quote, boyfriend, who was tall, muscular, and blonde, wearing modern clothes. His hair was shoulder length. In one of the dreams, I was looking out my blinds, commenting on the neighbors moving in. He came up behind me and wrapped his arms around me, saying not to worry about them. We need to concentrate on protecting the portal from danger. When I woke up, I was laying on my side, and I could feel him behind me, and my whole back was cold, and I had chills and goosebumps from head to toe on my back and on my one arm that he was touching. Oh, shit. Fuck. Be like, fuck, I just shaved. Shit. <laughs> I mean, girls, you know. When I rolled over, he was standing in front of my closet wearing a cape and Viking clothes with a long sword. <laughs> oh, a long sword, you say? Uh-huh. So are you a sword swallower? <laughs> just wondering. Inquiring minds. He had his hood pulled up, but I could see his face, and it was the same as the guy in my dreams. I woke up a few times and saw he was watching me. Sometimes he had his back to me, but when he heard me stir, he would turn his head back, smile, and then go back to guarding the closet where the portal was. I believe he is one of my guides and or guardians. I have a lot of Swedish blood in me, so my Viking blood is strong. Then I met a boy, and we started dating. The activity continued, which creeped him out. Once, when we were at his house, we had paused his TV while watching Supernatural and cooking dinner. We started talking about my apartment, and he said, Well, as long as you don't bring them over to my place. Right then, the TV started playing again. It was a DVR show, so you know those will stay paused forever. Not only did it start playing, but it rewound to the section before the intro where it was talking about ghosts. I was like, eh, too late. Uh, oh, 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 you know, pe- some people leave their toothbrush over, mm-hmm. whatever. Nah, mm-mm. she goes even further. You think you're going to ghost me, motherfucker? <laughs> Ghosted you first. Damn. I will find you. When we moved in together, I stopped opening myself up like I was. He had a young son and didn't want to invite activity in and scare him. This was also the apartment I was leaving when I saw the homeless lady pushing the shopping cart, and when she looked at me, her face changed into a demon face. Oh, no. Oh, my God, no. I think it was Stigmata uh-huh. that had that, and that freaked me the fuck out. I will send more experiences in later, but these are all my haunted apartment tales. Well, for this haunted apartment, anyway. Love you all from rural Wyoming, Kelly. Creep oh. it real, peeps. <laughs> That's all I wanted yeah, you to read it. Oh, shit. Kelly. Oh, Kelly from rural Wyoming. That's some scary fucking shit. Yes. And how do you remember all that detail? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. And also, when did you meet Ben? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Tell us that sinister sighting. <laughs> Just kidding. We love you, Ben. Ben's her husband, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and he's been joining our watch parties lately. Hilarious, hilarious comments. All right. 
This is titled Creeps No More. I feel like that could be a song. Mm-hmm. By the Cranberries. Shit, yes. Again, problem solver. <laughs> Hi, ladies. Love you guys. You have to understand the backstory to understand the things that happened. This is just one of the many times we have had some sort of experience. But this is the one personal only to me. The puppies and I walk anywhere from a mile to three miles every day. And one of these walks we take is at the Lost River Cave. Lots of history, including Jesse James and his gang hiding out there. Oh, fuck. On September 18th, 2016, my boyfriend died by suicide. I was so lost without him in the first few weeks. Sorry, this is so heavy. In the first two weeks after, I would smell coffee and cigarette smoke when I was still in bed. He was an early riser and major coffee drinker and smoker. On our walks, I would have two or more butterflies follow us and sometimes sideswipe me. Then we started our long walks again, either before 5 a.m. or after 9 p.m., depending on my work schedule. And this is where Lost River Cave comes in. I would get the creeps, never evil, while walking there. I know you're asking why I would still walk there, but it is such a beautiful place. And I'm a country girl stuck in the city. So anyway, the first time we walked over there was a week or so afterward, and I got a peacefulness to come over me, and I didn't have the creeps anymore. It was almost like he told the spirits that she's off limits or leave her alone. To this day, it's a peaceful place, but having him in the house stopped about a month after he died, but I have a feeling that this is due to his dad passing within that time frame, and they're now together. I started this letter 10-2018, and things came up and forgot about it. Update 6-10-19. James has come back and made coffee a couple more times since I first wrote this, but nothing like in the beginning. I will have to sit down and write more about our experiences here. Again, love you guys, Stephanie B. Oh my God, that is amazing. I know. Oh my gosh. Thank you for sharing that. Oh my God. Yes. And so sorry for your loss. That's sweet that he comes back to visit. Yes. And the butterflies. Oh my gosh. Hi, I have a story for y'all, but please keep me anonymous. So we're going to call this person Dorothy. All right, Dorothy. Okay, so Dorothy says, three weeks ago on Memorial Day, my brother passed away. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. Yes, so sorry for your loss. He was at the lake and he saw a 14-year-old struggling in the water and he jumped in to save her. He got her back to safety, but unfortunately, he never came back. Oh my gosh. Well, I got a Facebook message from his wife telling me that he had drowned and to let my parents know. What? His wife is not the greatest person and hates our family. Oh, my gosh. After my husband and I went to my parents to let them know, my mom broke down saying she had a nagging feeling all day to call my brother, but she didn't want to bother him. Before I tell you this next part, a little backstory. My brother used to act all tough in front of his friends when we were teenagers, so my mom would tickle him in front of his friends, and she wouldn't stop until he said, my mommy is the best mommy in the whole wide world. Oh my God, I love it. This would embarrass him so bad, but he'd do it every time, lol. Anyway, my mom told me that she was sitting on her bed, and she was wide awake when all of a sudden she hears my brother's voice say, my mommy is the best mommy in the whole wide world. Oh, my gosh. So I think that was just him saying, hey, I'm okay. 
Whew. Oh my God. That made my eyes tear up. Yes. Like oh, that. Wow. Shit. Like shit. Like chill bumps. Oh my God. Wow. Dorothy, thank you for sharing that with yes. us. Yes. For real. Thank you so much for being so open and. God, everybody. I mean, everybody sharing all the great stories. Like, wow. Yes. I think too, like, it just is confirmation that, you know, I mean, parents and their kids, they have a bond, mm-hmm. you know, and him kind of like, don't beat yourself up. You you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's very special. Like it was almost like he was trying to give her closure. Yeah. Wow. And it's something that's so personal to them. Like that's something you would want a medium to say to you. Yes. You know? Yes. Wow. Thank y'all so freaking much for sending all those in. Y'all keep them coming. They're so great. Yes. And you know, we've had so many people say, like, love your podcast, but we absolutely love Sinister Sightings. Mm-hmm. We're like, us, us too. too. Yes. Us too. The stories are so good. Mm-hmm. So just like we always say, send them in. It, it doesn't have to be paranormal. It could be something like, Something scared the shit out of me, but it ended up not being what I thought it was. It could be true crime. It could be weird. It could be aliens. It could be literally anything, long or short. Don't feel like you have to send us a novel if you're like, I, yeah. I just have a little bit. I don't really have this huge, long story. That's okay. Yeah. Send it in. We love them all. Definitely. And like like just happened with Dorothy, if you want to be anonymous, mm-hmm. you're anonymous. Donna doesn't even know who that is. No, I, don't, I honestly don't. Just a reminder, you can send them in to us, aparanormalchicks at gmail.com, or you can go to our website, aparanormalchicks.com, and send them in through the contact us thing. Yes. Oh, and for October, if y'all have any Halloween-related... Anything. Anything. Any kind of stories. I mean, if y'all heard my Medusa story... Mm -hmm. uh That was a bonus for Patreon. Yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? Just anything. Any... Good Halloween stuff, because October is upon us, y'all. Y'all, we are almost there. And y'all know, we we broke the news, 31 nights of Halloween this year. Right? Last year we did 13. We are stepping it the fuck up this year. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it could be, it really could be a mix-up on my part. 13, 31. I mean, but it, it works out in mm-hmm. y'all's favor. <laughs> yes. We think. Yeah. We hope. So, y'all... Send us all your stuff. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, creep it real and and don't don't get scared. scared.